Hey Casey, how's it going? Uh, it's going okay. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Um, thanks for joining me today. I'm excited for this conversation because we're basically going to talk about how you're very much like a dude. Um, and you know, obviously, there's more nuance to it than that, but that's kind of the way we phrased it. And it's interesting to me. I mean, we'll focus on you in this episode, but it's also interesting to me because. You're kind of a masculine female, and I'm a. I view myself as a quite feminine male, and that's I think why we get along so well. It's like <laughs> we, we balance each other out almost. Um, a little bit, yeah. But yeah, because it came up in another episode we talked about, and I really wanted to dig into it, especially in kind of today's uh, atmosphere um, of yeah, what what were you like growing up? And you know, I can say that you're kind of masculine, and and we've talked about that before, but. Fill me in from your perspective on why you view yourself that way or, or where that comes from. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go like way back. But when I was a kid, uh, I I didn't shop in the girls section of any store until I was like halfway through um, high school. Like I was like in the boys section at Walmart with the reverse short, like the reversible basketball shorts, like those ones. Oh. I wore the cargo pants with like match. 11 pockets and I was like all about the baggy clothes. And like, it's actually uh, kind of started from a friend of mine who lived down the street. We were both a little bit like that. Very tomboy. Um, I was very much my dad's daughter growing up. Like I did all the projects with dad. Like he taught me how to weld when I was like nine years old. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I've kind of, uh, I've kind of just been, I started off, I think, with like a very like wanted to be daddy's, like daddy's daughter thing growing up. Mm -hmm. And my feminine side was always uh, very uncomfortable to me. Um, I, I, and I think honestly, honestly, my parents are, my parents are amazing in so many ways, but we there was never a whole ton of um, like discussing, discussing emotion with them was never really a thing growing mm. up. Uh, it was always very awkward. And so um, I just don't think that the female, like the feminine side, my, both of my parents are very logical humans. Um, my mom is a very emotional person, but she, she doesn't really, um, she doesn't really, I would say, tap into those emotions in a productive way or in like a compassionate way. It's just more like outbursts of, of emotion yeah. from her. So I never really had like the more feminine interaction of, um, of like nurturing, I think a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and that combined with the fact that I just thought that everything dad did was super cool. And I just wanted to be like, just like dad when I grew up and like, that's how I got into engineering and all that stuff. So from a young age, um, that was kind of my thing. And so, uh, it wasn't until high school when I was, you start to get into like boys and dating and like, you know, I mean, it started in starts kind of weird in elementary school, but then high school kind of becomes more of a thing. It was then that I was kind of like, huh, um, like I, like this is something that I probably should start to figure out a little bit more than I have. Um, and uh, 
yeah, I think, you know, so I guess it really started like from when I, I was, I was young and it's always just been a little bit uncomfortable to me and to be like, like I never did the makeup thing. Um, I never did. Sorry about my lighting. I'm trying to like, that's okay. Um, my, my screen keeps dimming. Um, I, I never was into the makeup thing. I kind of was for a short period of time, but like, even now, like if I put on makeup, it's like, um, you know, I don't know, maybe once every two, three months, like, and I have no problem with, with that in general. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't make me feel weird, but to like dress myself up and to like be like kind of foster the, that, that bit part of it for me has just never been a priority. Um, and then I walked myself into engineering, which, and I've always been good at the sciences and the maths. And that's always been because I'm daddy's girl. My dad is a machinist and uh, what I would consider, what I would consider to be one of the, the best engineers that I know who doesn't actually have a degree in engineering specific. Like he studied physics and computer science and all of that stuff. Um, you know, he brought me into engineering and then I got into strength training. And now not only am I do I live in these two fields that are very male dominated, but also with my career in strength, like I, I, the type of strength training that I do in terms of heavy lifting does not foster any form of a feminine image. Right. So, yeah. No. And so that's really interesting. I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, I have, I have two different sort of questions. One is, yeah, from your perspective, what, how does it feel or what does it mean that those aren't feminine fields or like they are masculine fields? And then also how does like, you know, the, the discussions around gender seem very difficult to have these days, right? Um, and it's interesting, because like, did you ever question whether or not you were a woman? Because like, it's, it's like, I questioned whether or not I was a man, based on, you know, things I've heard, and, and you know, what is masculine and feminine and these sorts of things. But when it comes down to it, it's almost still just on the surface, at least, it's still just stereotypes. Like, oh, men are engineers, men weightlift, women don't. But there's also like, well, there's a reason that men self-select one way, women self-select another way. It's a very confusing thing to me. So I'm interested in how you view both of those. Yeah, I mean, so I never really questioned my my like sexual identity. Um, I mean, I def there was definitely times where I was like, okay, you get curious about more like interactions with same sex, like mm -hmm. relationships. Um, so that definitely happened, but I never really, I never really questioned like my personal feminine identity. Um, I've always been very, I think I've always just been very, um, despite my discomfort with my feminine half, I've always been very comfortable in myself. So I was always just aware of the fact that I'm a little bit against the grain. I'm a little bit not what you would expect. I really actually enjoy that. Like when I have conversations with people, I actually, I've literally had conversations with people where they've been like, I've said, you know, oh, I study engineering and they're like, oh, I would have thought you were in arts because I'm like blonde and pretty. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's hilarious. Like, oh, okay. Like that's, I mean, I don't get offended by it. I just think it's kind of hilarious. Um, yeah. uh, and so like when it comes to, and you know, it's the same thing with strength training. It's like when people I've, I've been asked if I'm an athlete a few times, but what I tell people like that I have had, have had world record deadlifts, they're like, what the, f 
like you're a tiny little thing. I'm five three. Yeah. I don't look like a beast. Like, I mean, I feel like a beast, but I don't always look like a beast. And so it's like, um, it's, I, I think I've just, I've always been comfortable being against the grain. Mm. And, and in terms of sexuality, I didn't, I was lucky, I was fortunate enough that I didn't struggle a whole lot with, um, with my identity. Mm. Um, but I do like living in a male dominated world for me has never, has also never been a problem because I live very much in that masculine brain. Like I actually just um, wrote a, uh, wrote a post about this not long ago, but um, I have, because I was raised in a very logical household, a very factual household, um, you know, emotions weren't really something that was nurtured well, in my opinion. Um, I live in the, like, in my logical brain. And I logic my way through my emotions. And if I am feeling something that I do not deem is appropriate, I will literally, um, like, I, I rationalize my way out, try to rationalize my way out of emotions because I'm always being afraid of like labeled as being labeled as like crazy or like all of, you know, I, I, I freaking hate that. It drives me, it drives me nuts. So yeah, I live, I'm always like trying, I'm always like feet on the ground, super level, super rational about all, like my interactions. And uh, so I get along extremely well with males. I get along, I've always gotten along really well with men my whole life like I struggle with I struggle with female relationships with other females who are very who are more who are less uh a, less attached to the ground I guess like mm. more um I have no space or energy or time for drama right. and so like in men can be that way too this this is this goes across the board this goes yeah. across the board but relationships in general with people who are um, a little bit more up in the clouds for me has always been a struggle because I always work so dang hard to keep myself on the floor. Yeah, that's really interesting because I used to, like I, I'm newly touching the ground, right? Like I was always kind of up in the air. I'm, I'm interested in you, you have this association which I have as well, but I wanna know your experience of it of saying your kind of masculine brain your rational brain and that the feminine is more the emotional side and because I have that same experience right and like within how I relate to myself as I experience this but it seems like you know many people kind of dismiss it as oh it's just a stereotype like obviously like men men and women both have the same capacity to be rational right it's not like it's not like anything like that but how do you think of it and in your own experience and how do you kind of, I don't know, I, I communicate between your masculine and feminine self. Cause like they're, they're, they both are there. There's just like the masculine is kind of the, the one in charge, something like that. Yeah. Um, I would say that I've been horrible about it until the last year. Like I would say that the communication was in general has been in general, just poor, like, because what happens is I'll be feeling something like I'll have some emotion surrounding some event or something. Um, and then 
I will literally try and beat it down. Like what happens is you have this emotion or I have this emotion. I go, you shouldn't be feeling this way because of X, Y, and Z. So now you're like, okay, well, I shouldn't be feeling this way because X, Y, and Z, but I still feel this way. So I'm angry at myself for having this emotion. Mm. And then you're angry at yourself. Like it's, it's a circle. Like it just feeds itself. It's just like the anger, the emotion feeds on the anger and the anger feeds on the emotion. Yeah. And like, like to the point where, um, you know, it used to be like, like my, like I used to get like upset stomach. Like I used to, I used to be like, I I had a very, very hard time processing emotions and it would like climb and climb and climb. And it would like happen over the course of like days. Like I couldn't let go of stuff because I was just so annoyed that it was bothering me because I wasn't supposed to feel this way because of this, this, and this. Um, so like communicating between the two has only really been something that I've touched on in the last year. And I think that really the biggest thing is understanding that feelings don't have to be rationalized and that it's okay to um it's okay to to, it's okay to feel like it's okay to feel and you can be justified in feel and i think that oh actually one of the most powerful things that i learned how to do especially in a relationship uh with like with my last serious relationship like one thing now it is very very uncommon for me to have a feeling and what i would deem an irrational feeling because usually i can like pull myself out of it but Literally, I'll say to him, I'll be like, look, this doesn't make any sense. This is not rational. And I realize that it's not rational, but this is how I'm feeling. And I just need you to work with me on this until I'm done. Mm -hmm. Because I just need to like, it just needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and to be able to do that and to like say to someone, look, I recognize that what I'm feeling right now doesn't make any sense. And I recognize that what I'm feeling right now like whether it's justifiable or not, you know, in your eyes, in, in, in my head, this is like just what's happening and I just have to work through it. And I think giving myself the freedom to say, this doesn't make any sense. That's okay. We just got to get, we just got to process. That was like a, like a big communication turner for both myself to myself and myself to like in relationships. Yeah. Um, That's like, that's incredibly impressive to be able to do that. Um, so, but I, yeah, that's very, very impressive. And <laughs> thank <so> you. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in, you know, so you said it's only been in the past year that you've started to kind of connect more with your feminine self. What has that, what is that experience like? Because again, I've also only in the past couple of years been at all connected to my feminine self. And it's been a very interesting and difficult experience. But I'm also really interested in from like a female's perspective, because it was very difficult for me to create that connection because it didn't feel like it was the default mode for me. But I'm wondering, like, was it? Yeah. What what was that like for you? and, And why do you think it's important to cultivate your femininity when you are just like kind of a masculine person? It's hard. It's hard. Be like, I think it's just a different kind of hard for all of us. Like, be, depending on what we're struggling with. I mean, 
it, it took a lot and it still takes a lot for me to give myself forgiveness uh, to be able to feel a certain way about anything. And I think like understanding too, that it's especially what I would consider to be more negative feelings. Uh, like, like it's actually very hard for me to communicate and express negative emotion to anyone because I can't justify it. So like, like, you know, if I, if I'm having like a negative feeling about something, I'm just like, I, I, I'm, what I do is I'm, I'm processing through it myself alone, because I don't feel like that's a burden that I can share like with anyone. And so, um, trying to kind of unlock that door to, to allowing yourself to feel feel comfortable in this space that you've tried to suppress for so long. And so, why are that? Why is that connected to femininity to you? Like, why are these two things tied together? I think it's connected to like. So, if we're talking, hmm, I guess I'm going. I'm going more like direct emotional response route, and like mm. that's where that's where my brain was heading. In terms of femininity, I think I think the connection to femininity for that for me is more along the lines of like, um, it, it, it kind of identifies with the stereotype, right? It's like women are the emotional response, like this is where you get labeled the crazy chick or like whatever, right? It's like you, because you have these emotional responses. And to me, like, um, because I haven't been so, I have never been comfortable with, or I haven't until more so recently been comfortable with the emotional half of myself and the feminine half of myself. Um, those two kind of go hand in hand for me because of. Well, and that's what I find so interesting is they go hand in hand for me as well. And I don't think it's just a matter of how I was habituated by the culture. That's the mm -hmm. thing. And that's what I'm trying to understand is because yeah, like it is very much emotion and femininity and we keep kind of like talking about both. But for me, like the actual experience of being emo more emotional makes me feel more feminine. And I don't know how to explain exactly what I mean by feminine, but it seems mm. to be kind of similar to like, yeah. I feel more in touch with my own body. I feel more like sexually attracted to myself. I feel like certain ways about myself that just, I don't know. And I'm trying to understand if you have similar experiences because to me, it's like the emotional and the feminine do go hand in hand, but like, I don't think it's necessarily because I'm told the feminine is emotional, right? If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like a feeling I experience and it feels like gentler. It feels, it feels different. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think gentle is something that I've struggled with a lot in my life. And I think for sure, like the gentle like it's a it's a mothering thing like right it's almost like a like to care for myself in the way that you are supposed to be or uh I don't want to I don't know supposed to be is the right word but like cared for by or by a mother like mm -hmm. to be to be cared for in the way that my grandmother like you know cups it comes and like touches my face and make sure that I'm okay and ask me if I need water and like all of those things like right 
like that kind of caring for myself has never been a thing. Mm. And it's like when you said gentle, that kind of hit me a little bit stronger that like strong there because uh, I think like I've just I just spend my I've, I have spent the majority of my life being exceptionally hard on myself and like yeah. the gentle more like nurturing side. I'm very like that to others. I, I'm very, for the most part, like, I mean, within reason, like very gentle and nurturing to those around me, but not so much to myself. I'm very like hard. Like my relationship with myself is very, um, very hard uh, and very like compassion. We've talked about compassion before, like being compassionate with yourself is actually some, something that's really been new on my plate in the last year. And I think like that is so that like you, you asked, you know, why is that important? And it's like, well, I look back now and how far I've come in the last two years. Like if I, if I look back at myself two years ago, what I see is me eating me alive. Right. Yeah, it is though. It, it is like, it's, it's, it's me eating myself alive because it's, it's never good enough. You're never able to say I failed and that's okay. Um, or like I was, I was a different person than like even looking back now. Right. Like, it's like, I was a different person then I, I can look back in the history of myself and I can forgive myself for things that I've done because I know that I just didn't have the headspace that I do now back then. But like, because I didn't have this space and this space to create compassion and to accept the fact that like, I'm not perfect and that I do have emotional responses to things that I don't enjoy. Um, like but back then it, it was really just me being like, why are like, why aren't you better? Like why, like this is like reasons X, Y, Z, this is why you should be better right now. Get your shit together. Right. Instead of like actually allowing yourself the space to experience and work through the emotional space, you're just like trying to suppress so much of that. Yeah. And, and, you know, compassion was sort of the thing that changed it for me as well, understanding what it was and how to give it to myself. And I think it's really interesting because people might ask, you know, how is this about gender? But I think Again, this is fundamentally, I do think there are aspects of like masculinity and aspects of femininity that do exist, right? And, you know, I don't think in my mind it was like, oh, I was taught what a man was. Like there was a degree in that in terms of a distorted view, but fundamentally there are certain aspects of, you know, the stereotypes do exist often for a reason, right? And so I think like it's easier for me to cultivate the feminine self, my feminine part, when I view it in that light. And I think like these do go hand in hand in my psychology and in most people I talk to in their psychology, it's a different way of approaching things that you see more often in women and in mothers. And it's not that it's a bad thing to be like a man, you need both, right? Um, yeah. But I find it really interesting. And I also wanna highlight that it's very interesting that even in this conversation, it's a very masculine conversation, right? Like we're very much in our heads, analyzing the situation whereas like there's a whole sec there's a whole second version of this conversation and even as soon as i call attention to that your arms go down you you've, <laughs> you've changed your stance yeah um, i'm but, like i'm huh like, yeah, yeah. And so it's yeah. like there's a whole second type of conversation where we like calm down we like 
feel in the conversation rather than we're like bouncing ideas off of each other. And yeah. it's like, that's the kind of, if I was in a difficult spot and I called you to reach out, uh, like I needed emotional support. It's yeah. a different kind of conversation and it's interesting to have the balance and one does feel feminine to me. It, and I like that it feels feminine to me. It makes me feel good that I'm connected with that aspect of myself that I deem as feminine and I like that. Um, yeah. and it's really interesting because that's not off like, I don't know, but I, I, so I'm interested in your thoughts on, on that train. Well, it's interesting too that you like, and like it's interesting too that you, you know, you say there's a different version of this conversation, right? Cause like we've literally had those calls. Like we've mm -hmm. literally had the calls where it's like, hey, are you busy? Like I need someone to talk to. And um, it's so hard. Like I, I have, I do experience that space. Um, but I would say that it's not often. Mm -hmm. It's not often with someone else. Right. It's like me alone in a bedroom um, because the conversations that I always have with myself still come back to this very like masculine or if, whether we call it masculine or I, let's go rational or logical like self. Um, yeah, it's uh, but, but, you know, where it, a lot of where it comes from is, uh, I think for me, like. My mom um, is, uh, you know, who, who is supposed to be the like kind of nurturing figure in terms of feminine, like you can't get that, like as much as I love my dad, he, he never, like he could never provide me with that like feminine image, that more feminine side. I mean, he's not like that in, in like he has a horrible time with it. Um, mm -hmm. In, in general, and he's also a man. So, you know, it's suppo supposed to be coming from my mom. My mom, uh, with the work that she does, um, she's human resources. And so uh, that's a fantastic, like she's, she's amazing at her job, but uh, whenever something used to go wrong, like whenever something happens when we were a kid, uh, like whenever, whenever she faces a difficult situation at home or at work, um, if it's at home, we, she goes into what we call HR mom mode. And it's like problem solving. Like right. we are faced Other with this just... problem. This is how we solve the problem. And I am so good at that. Like I can like shut down. Like if I, if I'm faced with an emergency or like someone needs help or I'm stuck, like we're stuck in a situation for me, it's like, okay, identify the problem. Okay. Identify solution, execute. And there's no, um, like even when she has these very, she, she has a very emotional self. Um, she has. Yeah, it's. She, she, but she can't like, like it's, it's always the same. It's like problem solution, even though, and, and we don't actually address or, or give ourselves like, I've, I've never been taught how to like, sew those pieces together. Right. And yeah, and that's what's really interesting is how do how does one do that? And yeah, me, I was my sister's not as masculine as you, but she's very like in her head thinking, has a difficult time feeling. Um, and I was sitting with her and I just like for an hour, we just practiced feeling together. 
And it was like every time she'd start to talk to me in a more rational way about what like the problems she was experiencing, because yeah, problems do need to get solved, but like there's something to be said about the emotional release, right? Of being able to feel it. And so it's like, how do we direct that conversation back to that place? And I, again, you know, people can disagree with me, but my experience is that place is more feminine. And when, when I have that experience, even on my own, my entire mood changes, the things I want to do change. Like it's a totally different experience. And it's, it was almost alarming at first. Um, and I'm trying to now kind of sew them together, but it was almost as if there was like a second version of me. There's the version of me that wants to come in and act and solve problems. And then there's the version of me that wants to just sit. And, you know, and I, I cultivated that with female friends for a little while, right? It was a lot easier. Some of my female friends, that's just their mode. And yep. it like helped bring it out in me. And you know, what's funny is that that goes both ways because you're talking there about how like you want to do different things. And I think about like when I get my sister to do my makeup or like when I paint my toenails or like when I, my mom wants to get us a, like a pedicure for, um, for, uh, Christmas or whatever when I when I physically do those things I enter a little bit more into that space and and so like I'm looking at it from the other side a little bit of being like well if I choose to take like if I choose to involve myself in these activities it it, it actually forces my brain a little bit more into that gentler softer self-caring like minds mindset yeah. And I think, you know, part of what, and like, if I do my makeup, if I like do my makeup to go out, I actually always feel a little bit awkward. Like, and because people don't see me that way. Like everyone just sees me like this every day. Like I, I, I never do the do, like even for me to wear something different than a tank top or a t-shirt or gym clothes, everyone's always like, Oh, you look so amazing. And it's like, so it's awkward for me when it's like when people are like, oh, you wore something different today or like you put makeup on your face. You look so good. And it's like, thank you, but I look good every day. And why why is this now awkward that I wanted to do this thing? And now like it's, it's so it's it's actually a deterrent for me. That's an that's a whole other interesting conversation I want to have with you that I tried to have with my sister about. Yeah, what, what does it feel like? It's like you're changing your appearance to try and quote, look better implying you didn't look fine before. That's a whole, uh, that's yeah. interesting as well. But that's always been my perspective. It's just like, yeah. if you can't take me without the stuff on my face, then why like, but, and, and so it's awkward for me to, to like get dolled up yeah. at anything right. that's not a, like an occasion because it's right. like, what, like A, I look fine without it, but B, what if I just want to? Like, that's okay, too. And no one needs to make a big deal of the fact that I just want to. Right. And that's, yeah, that's really interesting. And, and I'll, so I'll also agree that there are certain things that when I do them, it like helps me get into that space as well. So it's like when I'm in that space, I want to do different things. And when I'm doing different things, it helps me get into that space as well. And like, yeah, I've like wanted to have like a sleepover with you, right? Because it's like, oh, if we spend like a night and it's like, it's you can get into a more emotional state and it's like, not just like, hey, we're hanging out for two hours and whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, and, and with like, like quote, sleepovers with guys. Well, I used to get flat for it in high school when I want to like have a friend stay over. 
Um, but like, there's always this like implication of intimacy or something where it's like, yeah. no, I just want to like have a longer time with someone. Mm-hmm. But regardless, it's like the, there are certain things that again, it changes the kind of mental set almost. And there's certain friends that it changes the mental set. And I do very much view it in this sort of masculine versus feminine way that I find really interesting and I want to kind of explore more deeply. So um, I think you're a good test case as well. I'm always happy to be a test case, you know me. Um, so I, I wanted to ask, I want to end on like, you know, so you are trying to cultivate more of your feminine self. You're trying to understand uh, that part of yourself better based on your experience so far do like do you think something will change like what do you hope to get or change about yourself as you explore it or like yeah why do this work because you know why it's really it's really honestly about me and my perception of myself it's about me being comfortable with all of the pieces because instead of, instead of like, it's, I'm, I'm always like, I'm a hard, I, I'm a hard worker in terms of like, always working to be better, right? Like it's, it's like better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today. You don't have to be perfect. Perfect is never a thing, but like better is, is always the goal. And so, and even if it's just baby steps, it doesn't matter. And, and so I'm always in the pursuit of better or acceptance. And I think that half of this is the pursuit of, of, of better in terms of um, my ability to help other people, my ability to communicate more effectively, my ability to, to um, uh, connect with people on, on a deeper level. Like, I love that. I love deep and challenging conversations. Like, that is, like, the, the fastest way to my, like, my heart, my friendship, my brain, like, that that is where I thrive is like getting on deeper levels. And I want to be better at that with people, but it's also just me not eating myself alive anymore and being more comfortable with the pieces of me that I have always deemed insufficient or uh, incorrect or um, out of control, right? Cause I'm a control freak. Uh, I mean, maybe a control freak. I, I, I would say that I used to be a control freak I would say that I just thrive on control now. I think that the freak has left, but I can't be reasonable, Um, right? But it's about the pieces that I deemed out of control and therefore were uncomfortable. Um, And I think that's really what it is. It's it's like self, it's self-love, it's compassion, it's acceptance, it's understanding. It's a better understanding of myself so that I can better bring myself to the world around me. No, I think that makes total sense, right? And I I very much agree in terms of my experience. And I just find it, you know, I'm really hoping to hear from people who are listening or watching of their experience with that same thing. And do they associate it in the sort of masculine, feminine way as well? Because it very, I I very much echo that. And for me, it's like, that is why I'm cultivating my feminine self, right? And and I, and it feels feminine to me as well. Um, Yeah. So I appreciate very much you coming on and sharing all of this. And hopefully we can have another one where it's like we cover the same topic, but I just, we are feeling the whole time. We're we not just analyzing the whole time. <laughs> just, no, no, you don't have to cry. You can feel, you can, you can speak yeah. from your feelings. Then I have to take my arms and you're going to have to take them down by my sides because otherwise I'll be like this the whole time. <laughs> 
I think it might be easier in person, but I'm, I'm open yes. to the challenge because yeah. I've been doing this with my sister as well, trying to help her like feel with me rather than talk to me. And, yeah. and it's, it's, a, it's an interesting uh, experiment and, and phenomenon I, I found. Yeah, I think it is better. I think it is easier in person though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But cool. Thanks so yeah. much, Casey. And we'll yeah. talk again soon. Sounds good. Thank you.